0: What's good everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Trade For Yourself podcast where my mission here is very simple. I just want to help you learn how to trade for yourself. Please like, please subscribe, make sure you hit that notification bell so you can be in the know whenever I drop any content. Please remember anything discussed in this episode is not financial advice. Please do your own research before investing into any stock this episode is going to be all about ticker symbol amd which is short for advanced micro devices we're going to break down this stock and see what they have going on and see if this stock is worth investing in so what does amd do as a business amd is a global semiconductor company that is fabulous okay what does fabulous mean that means that amd designs chips in-house and they send the chips out to the manufacturers to make them so they send chips out to taiwan semiconductor and global foundries and so they send the chips back and put them into the products that they designed the devices for amd is into a whole lot of industry they're in artificial intelligence and they're in virtual reality and augmented reality they're in cloud-based applications, they're in data center applications, they're even in blockchain applications. So AMD is in a whole lot of industries and they have a wide array of products that they have. So they design CPUs and GPUs that you have in your PCs and your computers and also in your PlayStation. So your PS5, your Xbox X, your Xbox Series S. So they're in a lot of different industries and they also help make GPUs that help service servers and data centers. AMD's primary strategy is to focus on high-performance computing technology, software, and product leadership. It is safe to say that AMD is truly a leader in the global chip space. So let's go into the fundamentals and let's break down what AMD has done over the previous quarter and what they've done for physical year 2021. So let's take a look at what AMD did over the previous quarter and then take a look at what they did for the entire year. So AMD reported record revenue of $4.8 billion, up 49% year-over-year and up 12% quarter-over-quarter. So AMD is showing double-digit growth year-over-year and quarter-over-quarter, which is great. This is showing us that they are continuing to deliver On the products that they service to their consumers and to their customers. Their gross margin is up 50%, up 560 basis points year over year, and up 190 basis points quarter over quarter. So let's go ahead and break gross margin down real quick and what this line means. So, margin is pretty much for every dollar that I spend, how much am I getting back in return? So, they're getting 50% for every dollar that they put out, okay? Now let's also look at the basis points, 560 basis points. Well, what is basis points? So to make it easy for you, for every 100 basis points is one percentage point. So if you're up 560 basis points year over year, that means your gross margin is up 5.6% year over year. Same thing quarter over quarter. If you're up 190 basis points quarter over quarter, that means you're up 1.9% quarter over quarter their OPEX that stands for operating expenses is 1.2 billion non-GAAP operating expenses is 1.1 billion so let's look at this real quick operating expenses is what the company has to use to make the business function pretty much that's that's what operating expenses in and non-GAAP what does non-GAAP mean so you have GAAP and you have non-GAAP GAAP stands for generally accepted accounting principles So to break this down and simplify it, the SEC has a certain way that companies have to prepare their financial statements in order to be able to include them into their balance sheet. And so whenever somebody says that these are non-GAAP operating margin or non-GAAP expenses or whatever, pretty much the way that the revenue and the finances are tracked are not accepted by the SEC. But if it says GAAP or if it says net income or EPS without the non-GAAP, that means that those finances are accepted by the SEC. So as you become an investor and as you dig deep into these earnings reports and things of that nature, you'll be able to really understand the differentiation between non-GAAP and GAAP. And so as we keep going down further, the company has strong quarterly profitability. They've got... 822 million in operating cash flow up 48% year over year, free cash flow of 736 million up 53% year over year, and they repurchased $756 million of common stock. That is very, very solid because that is adding value back to shareholders. And so AMD is operating very, very well from a fundamental standpoint over this quarter. So let's look at what AMD did over the previous year. AMD had a great year in 2021. They reported record revenue of $16.4 billion, up 68% from 2020. Okay, so in 2020, the company reported almost $10 billion. Now they've got over $16 billion. You want to have these double-digit numbers in growth. This is outstanding. Gross margin is 48%. That's up 370 basis points from the prior year, which is great. Operating cash flow, $3.5 billion, up 229% year-over-year. Year. Record free cash flow. Of 3.2 billion up 314 percent year over year okay we're talking about they repurchase 1.8 billion dollars of common stock that's adding value back to shareholders and a strong balance sheet the company has 3.6 billion dollars in cash cash equivalents and in short-term investments and they have less than 330 million dollars in debt so The company is very, very strong, outstanding numbers. When you see the word record multiple times on a presentation slide, this really, truly lets you know how strong this business has been performing in 2021. And not to mention, let's talk about a little bit what the current market conditions we are dealing with now in 2022. We are having problems with the supply chain. Companies, that's a buzzword right now, companies are always talking about we're dealing with supply chain constraints, we're dealing with COVID restrictions, we're dealing with so many different things. But this company was able to produce $3.2 billion in cash flow and they were able to use $1 billion in strategic investments to make sure that the supply chain capacity is going to stay intact. This is a business that understands how to do things properly and make sure that the business can be able to withstand the anticipated growth and be able to give out their products to their customers. This is outstanding, y'all. So let's really truly drive this point home. At the bottom of the slide, it says strong balance sheet. If you look at the cash, cash equivalents, and short-term investments, the company has 36 billion in cash up 1.3 billion year-over-year. The company has 313 million in debt, which is down 25 million year-over-year. So they're increasing the cash and they're lowering the debt. If you understand the difference between millions and billions, you really understand how strong this business is. It is very hard for a business to go out of business with little debt. They can pay down this debt tomorrow and be debt free if they want to. This is how strong the balance sheet is for this company. Remember, we want companies with strong balance sheets that are able to grow revenue, grow profit year over year, provide value to shareholders, be able to improve their products and be able to get their products out to meet customer demand And make sure they continue to deliver on the promise. So I know I've raved and I've talked a lot about the balance sheet and the cash and all of that. And I know y'all are probably cool on all of that. So let's shift and let's talk about management and the person that is really truly running this train. And that is the chair and CEO of this business, Dr. Lisa Sue. She is the reason why AMD is able to produce as well as they are. Lisa Su became the CEO of AMD in October of 2014 and the stock price was below $3 at that time. This stock is now above $100 per share and since Dr. Lisa Su has been the CEO of this business, this business has produced a return of over 3400%. 3400% that should tell you all that you need to know about why AMD is so successful. Dr. Lisa Su she is a great CEO in the semiconductor industry and in my opinion there are two CEOs that are the best in this industry. That is Dr. Lisa Su and that is Jensen Wong who is the founder and CEO of NVIDIA. You can go back and forth. They're 1A, 1B, whatever you wanna call it. But those are the top two, and then everybody else is underneath them. Dr. Lisa Su is amazing, and she is decorated in electrical engineering with bachelor's, master's, and doctorate degrees from MIT. She is a beast, and she is nothing to play with. And she is the one that is going to continue AMD on that upward growth trajectory, and making sure that AMD will continue to solidify and stay one of the global semiconductor leaders in the world. So we've talked a lot about the fundamentals, we've talked a lot about management and all of that, but you already know the question we gotta ask. Are the best days ahead or the best days behind? And to do that, we're gonna look at some strategic partnerships that AMD has made against other big players out here on the publicly traded market. So the first one I want us to look at is AWS. Now, AMD is going to be using their processors to power Amazon Web Services. Now, a lot of people think about Amazon as just a retailer, as just somebody who you're going to use your Amazon Prime delivery, you're gonna get your shipping in two days and all that type of stuff, and that's great. But the profit driver for Amazon is Amazon Web Services, which is a cloud software. Amazon Web Services is the largest cloud provider in the world and AMD is going to be using their processors to power this cloud service. This is a big strategic partnership that AMD has been able to secure for itself. So let's continue talking about the cloud amd is expanding their collaboration with google cloud and amd is going to be using their processors again to power google cloud now this is a big deal because google has taken a lot of investment and they have been investing more into the cloud and they really truly want to be a leader in the cloud and they're trying to catch up with amazon and they want to catch up with microsoft in that department Here we go again with another cloud partnership. AMD is going to be using their processors to power Microsoft Azure Virtual Machines. Microsoft Azure is a big revenue driver and a revenue source for Microsoft. And they're behind Amazon in terms of cloud, but they are forced to be reckoned with and they're nothing to play with. So AMD is partnering with Microsoft partnering with Google and partnering with Amazon, who's the largest, they are in deep with the cloud and they are partnering with the biggest companies in the world. Do you know what is a common denominator between all three of those companies I just named? All three of them are trillion dollar businesses. When you attach yourself to businesses that have the most value, that's how you increase your own value and continue to go into the digital age. That's what i'm talking about now here we go back at it again with another one tesla model y switches from intel to amd ryzen processors now we're going to talk about intel a little bit later but let's talk about this amd processors are going to be used to power the infotainment system in tesla vehicles We know that Tesla is going to be the leader in autonomous driving and the cars are going to be driving themselves. And so gaming in a Tesla might actually become a reality. So while the Tesla is driving you around, you'll be able to play your games, okay, using an AMD processor. We know that Tesla's growth is about to be exponential in the autonomous vehicle space. And if AMD is the main key component, to the infotainment system. This is going to give AMD the ability to really truly get into the autonomous space. I really can't believe that I'm coming back to y'all again with another one. Like DJ Khaled needs to go ahead and sponsor this segment because AMD keeps coming back again with another one. AMD has a partnership and now AMD is going to be designing mobile chips for Samsung. Look, I did a video about Apple stock a few weeks back and that's cool. We love Apple. I'm an Apple shareholder, but if you don't have an Apple phone, then the phone was probably designed by Samsung most likely. So with AMD being able to insert themselves into the mobile chip space, AMD is diversifying its product mix and that's what I really like about this business. The diversification of the products. Now to put the icing on the cake, to really truly close this partnership segment out with another one, AMD was selected to use its processors to power Facebook's data centers. Now we know that Facebook changed its name to Meta, forget all of that, they're still Facebook to me. Now this is major because we know the main thing that Facebook is trying to do. Facebook is trying to get into the Metaverse. So AMD is going to use is processors to help take Facebook into the metaverse with this data center expansion. Now this is major. AMD has partnerships everywhere. They've got partnerships with cloud providers, they've got partnerships with the mobile providers, they've got partnerships with the autonomous vehicles and the automotive space, and now we're talking about the metaverse. AMD is really truly hidden on all cylinders with these strategic partnerships so from what we found amd has strong fundamentals they have strong management they have one of the best ceos in the industry they've got great strategic partnerships so they're really positioned well for growth but everything is not all great okay businesses do not come without risk so we really need to highlight the risk and we got to go over to the annual report in order to do that and there's some risks that i highlighted that i really want to point out to you all to let you know what i think about them so to start off we really have to look at amd's customers two customers a and b accounted for 14 percent and 11 percent respectively of our consolidated net revenue for the year ended december 25th 2021 so in 2021 two of AMD's customers accounted for a quarter of their revenue. Now, this is something that you have to really take into consideration. You can't just blow this off because if you lose 25% of your revenue, shareholders are not going to be happy. The market is going to look at AMD crazy. Like this is not something that we can just sneeze at. But I think that as we outline a couple of more risks that I have to go through, I think we can figure out at least one customer that AMD may be referring to and it really may not be as bad as everybody makes it seem. So let's go ahead and move forward. So in the annual report, AMD stated that if we lose Microsoft Corporation's support for our products or other software vendors, do not design and develop software to run on our products, our ability to sell our products could be materially adversely affected. So we know that AMD and Microsoft have a strong relationship, they're going to be designing a chip together, AMD's going to be using their processors for Microsoft's Azure Cloud Platform, AMD designs the chips for the Xbox Series X and S, so they have a great relationship. But we also know that Microsoft is a big driver of revenue for AMD. So if Microsoft were to decide to cut AMD as a partner that could really deal a big blow to the business. But I believe that Dr. Lisa Su and the crew have really truly fostered a great relationship and I believe this is really truly only the beginning in the partnership that these two have had together. So this was an interesting risk that I found in their 10k report. So, they're talking about industry-wide fluctuations and demand with PC and notebook segments and the PS5 and Xbox like all of that stuff can fluctuate but they're talking about that their GPU revenue has been affected in part by the volatility of the cryptocurrency mining market. Now, the demand for cryptocurrency has gone up because the adoption has gone up. And they are talking about how other countries have banned cryptocurrency activities. Now, in my opinion, this is just my opinion. Take it with a grain of salt. I believe that we are only in the infancy stage of cryptocurrency. Cryptocurrency is going to be adopted across the globe as the years go on. So they are talking about cryptocurrency as a risk And I believe that it is responsible for them to say that cryptocurrency is a risk. But if cryptocurrency miners are using AMD's GPUs to mine cryptocurrency, and I believe that the cryptocurrency market is only going to increase over time, this is not a risk to me. I want cryptocurrency people to continue to use AMD's products because I feel that this is going to be a direct driver to help them continue to drive revenue year over year so we want to keep an eye on it but this really isn't a risk to me. There's one more risk that I found in the 10k that I want to point out to y'all and this paragraph says Intel corporations dominance of the microprocessor market and its aggressive business practices may limit our ability to compete effectively on a level playing field. Now this paragraph is telling us how intel has been a market share leader for microprocessors for many years okay and it's talking a lot about how nvidia and intel are major players in the game and this is true intel is a major player in this market but if you've been doing research in the semiconductor space over the last few years and i really truly encourage y'all to go back do your research in the market share of the microprocessor. Who has been taking market share away from Intel? That would be AMD. And AMD has been strategic in in being able to streamline the most effective products and being able to take us into the digital age. Let's just be honest, I'm gonna be honest with you. Intel is behind. Now, do they have the money, right? They have the money to be able to do the design and the development. But the question is the execution. Being able to execute on everything. AMD has been able to design and execute the mission. And they're on the way with all of these strategic partnerships that they've been able to secure. So yes, Intel is the leader. And Intel is the biggest. And Intel does have a lot of money to be able to catch up. The question is, will they actually be able to do it? And in my opinion i don't think that they will be intel has to show me something and stop telling me all this and that's why i'm bullish on amd and i'm bearish on intel so we've talked about a lot we've talked about the risk of the business we talked about management we talked about the fundamentals of the business we talked about the strategic partnerships and amd positioning themselves from growth so before we go let's talk a little bit about the stock price now the stock price is around hundred dollars a share 102 103 105 i don't know what it's going to be when this video releases but amd stock price is down more than 30 percent from its high it's been beaten down with the rest of tech the nasdaq is in bear market territory the whole nine yards right but amd is a great business and is positioned well for growth and If a stock is down 30%, that's a place where you really want to consider starting a position if you believe in the business. And that is very, very key. If a stock is down 30% and you believe in the business and you believe their best days are ahead and not behind, that will be a good area to start a position for this business. Now, for full disclosure, I am biased on this company. I am a shareholder, so yes, it is in my best interest if AMD goes up in price, but I really want you to take all the information that I gave you here and just be able to dissect it for yourself. Go through the partnerships, go through the earnest calls, go through the 10K. Don't just take what I say about AMD and say, hey, I'm about to go buy it tomorrow. Please don't do that. I've done a lot of research on this company and to be honest, this video could be one hour or two hours long if I broke down everything that I've seen in the 10K. So please, do your research, understand that AMD is a good business, but don't pull the trigger until you're ready. As always, I appreciate y'all for listening to this episode. Please like, please subscribe, make sure you hit that notification bell so you can be in the know every time I drop an episode for all of my AMD investors or traders out there. Let me know if I did a good job. Let me know if I left something out that was very important. Let me know if you learned something new about AMD that you didn't know before you watched this video. To all the people that just heard about AMD, let me know if this makes you want to dig a little deeper into AMD and see, hey, do I want to put some money into AMD myself? As always y'all. Don't pay for it. Trade for it. I'm going to catch y'all in the next one.